Welcome to the Consistent Kingdom Podcast. My name is Anthony Banerjee and I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week we'll be bringing an inspiring message or person to help you elevate your life. My past and present experiences have shaped me to who I am today. Let's be real, life isn't easy but every day I am up for the challenge, are you? My goal is to help turn your thoughts and ideas into productive action to unlock that greatness inside of you. It's time for you to start living the life you have always imagined. Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of the Consistent Kingdom Podcast. My name is Anthony Banerjee, as you've heard in the intro. uh, Exciting times today. First episode is launched. I've been wanting to do this for the last couple years, so today's the day. I'm very grateful for uh, you guys tuning in. And uh, hopefully we have some good, solid episodes in the future. And this podcast can go on for years to come, right? You always got to be optimistic. So, Um, yeah, so this episode is just going to be about who I am, who's Anthony Banerjee, you know, my background, my lifestyle, what the purpose of this podcast is and whatnot. So let's get into it. so I live in Canada, um, Regina, Saskatchewan. That is the prov- city and province. And, um, you know, it's a small, smaller town compared to the big cities out there, L.A., Miami, Toronto. But we have everything here. It's a great place. Um, currently, though, I just have to bring this up. As I look outside the window... It is minus 45 degrees Celsius. Yes, minus 45 degrees Celsius. So all you guys in the the warm states, BC, in Canada, um, appreciate what you have. That's a life lesson for today. Appreciate the weather you have. So... Uh, but I'm just joking here, um, even though it's minus 45, you know, I'm just grateful to be here, grateful to be alive, and uh, grateful to be talking to you guys, so, um, yeah, so, life, eh, so, I, uh, you know, I started business uh, when I was about 19 years old, uh, the reason I got into business is uh how do i say this um because i didn't want someone to put a a cap on my life i guess i didn't want to feel restricted um growing up you know i was always taught you know have good manners treat everyone the same show respect to your elders um but one thing i learned growing up is Um, I didn't want to be the norm. I didn't want to be a part of the norm. I'd rather go against the grade in the most polite way in school and everything. Um, So, um, you know, growing up in school, I'll give you a little story here. Um, I wanted something in life, right? Obviously, my parents really looked out for me and and, uh, raised me well and supported me, but as I got older, 12, 13, 14, 15, elementary to high school, you know, you always want to have the nice things, the 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 best things in life. So 
at that point, cell phones were a big thing. They were just coming in. Not smartphones, cell phones, the flip phones and whatnot. So, um, so basically, I used to go on these classified sites like Kijiji or in the States, uh, Craigslist. And I used to go and negotiate. Um, I would negotiate people down from their, from their phone, get it. And then sell it for a profit a week later. And uh, it was a good business. And as I talk about it now, verbalizing it, as you know, a 12, 13, 14 year old hustling like that, sounds kind of crazy, but still mad cool. So um, yeah, so I always used to do that. So it would give me a little pocket change. And then as well, I always used to rock the best cell phones, roll into school and be like, yo, I just got this one and whatnot. So Along with that, I always had a passion for uh, for Air Jordans. I used to rock that a lot in school. That really isn't a appreciating asset, let's say. But what I've been seeing actually the last few years, maybe I should have got into that business since I was young and resold shoes because uh, that's a big business nowadays. But um, let me get back to the moral of the story. Um I was always different. I always wanted to have nice things, but do it my way. I didn't want it be normal. So um, I learned from a young age about negotiating buy low, sell high, and uh, taking advantage of uh, that mindset. So um, that was good. So um, as I got older, you know, I uh, went to university. I was going to university, and um, I was... Uh, my major was psychology. So I wanted to be a psychologist, talk to people. Exactly kind of what I'm doing now, but uh, more formal, I guess, with the degree and whatnot. And yeah, so I wanted to be a psychologist. And um, I did that for about two, three years. And in my third year, I had one um, PhD student, and he was just like interning to be a professor, I guess. And um, I met him in his office one day and, you know, I was working part-time. I was going to school in the day and then working at nights part-time just to get by. Like, let me tell you this, school, university, to me anyways, it's not easy. It's a grind like every day everyday work or anything like that school isn't easy so for all those kids that are going to school grinding props to you and uh, I hope you succeed so but about my third year I uh I, I talked to this professor he was a PhD in psychology and basically that's where I wanted to be one day that's that was my goal first get my master's and then at that time I could counsel people with a master's in my province. So um, I was like, okay, let me get that first. So anyways, I talked to him and he's like, Anthony, he's like, you know what this journey entails? And I said, I had a little bit, but I was still young, a little grasp of it. And he sat down and it was the most realist guy I ever met in the university world, in the school world. He said, Anthony, I'm in my late 20s. I, be, I believe he was 29 or 30, I think. 
um, somewhere around there. And uh, he's like, my whole, since I was uh, out of high school in my whole 20s, my nose has been in the books. I remember that statement. My nose has been in the books. He's like, you sacrifice a lot for for uh, this job, for what you want to do. And he's like, no one told me about the journey, the process. I had a broad picture, but no, no one really told me. So I, uh, I see that you're majoring in the same thing I want to do. So I just felt like sharing that to you and be open with you and prepare you for your future, right? So I said, okay, okay. I said, that sounds good. That sounds good. I respect that, right? So while I was um, going to school, I uh, I was working this job. And, uh, you know, in life, certain things in life uh, happen for a reason. And they can define who you are from that day on. So I was working this job for about two, three years while I was going to university. And... um, you know, it was going good, but it was just a job to get me by. I think I was making $8 an hour, about 300 and some dollars um, every two weeks. So I thought back then, oh, that was good money. You know, I could go out with friends, have a little pocket change. But anyways, um, so I did that job. And about year three, same time I had that conversation with that prof, the job change, you know, um, you know, just to put it simply, in this day and time, you know, with normal, regular nine to five jobs, um, it's not the job itself sometimes, but sometimes it's just uh, the people in it. I had great coworkers, but you know, it wasn't my thing. And like I told you, since I was a young kid, I liked going against the grain. So when people started telling me what to do and how to talk and act in simple, basic life lessons, it just wasn't working for me. And uh, at the end of the day, when, you know, people come down on me for insignificant reasons, um, I'm not a person to back down, right? So um, that was three years into this job, which I thought was good to help me get through university and... uh, so by then, um, in that kind of switch up, which was happening in that job, my mind was changing and I was seeing it for what it was. Um, I basically ended up uh, leaving that job. Um, I was um, actually fired from my first ever job as a 17, 18-year-old for no reason at all because I stood up for my rights. I set up for who I am as a person, who I am as Anthony Banerjee. A paycheck and uh, money is not going to change who I am. And I will never, ever grovel to anyone. So um, when that happened, obviously that ink, that small income I had, it still helped me going to school. But I really started thinking about life. That moment, getting fired from my first and only job really define me as a person. So I was about 18 years old or 19 years old then, I think 18. And um, I said, you know, enough's enough. I said, uh, I've never got treated like that in public before. Um, I've never had someone talk down to me like that. 
And I was young, so that was the first experience. But that experience I kept to my heart. And um, I was never, I told myself I was never going to let that happen to me again. I made that promise to myself. So while I had that that uh, situation with that job, I as well had that conversation with that teacher. And then, you know, I said, Anthony, life's too short, man. I'm not going to have my nose in the books all of my whole 20s, 18 to 29 or whatever to get my PhD eventually so I can counsel in other provinces. I said, this is my passion. I wanted to do it. My grandfather had a background um, in psychiatry and that's why I went into it. So I didn't want to uh, let my family down, but I had to do what I had to do. I had to do what felt right. So that's what I did. So after three years, after huge student loans, after um, stressing about student loans, which was another factor about university, I said, I can't do this. I said, I have to jump into the real job world and uh, focus on my strengths and, and learn who Anthony Banerjee is. I said, I don't have an answer now, but I will. Remember 18, 19, I said, I can do this. So um, sequentially, kind of still going to university. That third year, I bought uh, my books um, to become a realtor in real estate. Um, I like that because, you know, in the past, you see your parents uh, buying homes, selling homes. Um, I had other family members. My uncle invests in real estate. And I seen assets of uh, why this industry was good. Real estate is always around us. Um, it's always going. So um, I said, let me try it. So I spent... I don't know, I think it was like a year, year and a half studying for these books. You know, I had to pay for these courses, a few thousand dollars while going to school. And then eventually after the multiple tests I took to be qualified as a realtor and work in this industry, um, it happened. So the day I literally passed all my exams after he, after like literally like years of studying, like two years, a year and a half of studying for this real estate, I ended up uh, dropping out of university. And when people say college dropouts, I don't take it in a negative way to me because um, it was probably the most positive thing I did was to drop out and then go directly into one of the largest uh, industries in the world. So when I got into the real estate injury, uh, injury uh, industry, I, I, uh, <clears throat> it was tough, man, 18, 19 year old. And uh, you're trying to help people buy and sell one of the most uh, important investments in their life. You know, from people that are retiring to new home buyers, you know, it's a big, big process. Lots of people, that's the biggest uh, deal or decision they'll make in life. So as an 18, 19 year old, um, trying to go in front of strangers coldly, um, it definitely, definitely wasn't easy. But within two, three years, it fast tracked me of what life's about, what human psychology is about, what negotiations about the concept of business concept of buy low sell high the concept of um of grinding 
the concept of going after your passions in a in a tr- tremendous direct way like not messing around like go after your dreams man you, you know you you that job you told yourself you made a promise you never wanted to do something like that again you left college and and you you spent money you spent time getting this license it's like it's time Anthony it's time to grind bro so that's what I would I would say to myself every day through the tough times through the struggles paying big business expenses to run my business and paychecks not coming in uh it was it was next level so many times I can't even count on my hands that it's just like is this right for me the the money's not coming in but the money's going out so anyways 1819 I was like just keep digging I keep digging 18 19 20 then you know a few years in I started getting better at what I do um my business started developing more and uh I went through a couple brokerages and the one brokerage I got into I've always wanted to be with at that time and uh I uh I remember they were a more, I guess, high-end boutique brokerage, and and uh, their office fees were double, you know, triple a month compared to what I was used to. So, um, I just uh, I just dived right in, and I remember at one point I had uh, fifteen thousand dollars in in the unpaid. Um, business expenses I owe to them just to run your business and I appreciate them you know holding off and looking out for me because they knew I was young too and I I remember one day about a few months later I came in boom I had a $15,000 ready for them and uh, paid it all off and I was like I was a 20 21 year old kid I'm like Anthony I just paid $21,000 I mean, $15,000 off in one shot. It's like, I know that didn't go in my bank account, but that's for building my future because not much 2021-year-olds 20, can get $15,000 just like that from, from their career. So um, I took everything, all the negatives as a learning curve and uh, and to educate me for my future. So anyways, with that job... Um, and joining that boutique brokerage with with a few years under my belt now, I uh, amazing. I had some amazing months, thirty, forty thousand dollar months. I'm a twenty one year old kid, and uh, I'm uh, I'm buying nice cars, and I'm helping my family, giving so, some money here and there wherever I could. And uh, you know, I remember my my. My first, it was like, I think it was a 30, close to $30,000 a month, 28 something, 30, something like that. It was incredible. I just remember seeing my bank account, and this is two, three years after. Um, um, I left college, and, and college was $600 a class just to just to go there. So I, uh, I got into this career I took a chance on and I had $30,000 in one month and I was like this is amazing this is a dream so for the next few years it was pretty good everything's it's good and it taught me about life talking about how to manage money how to handle my business how to deal with people 
And uh, all these are life lessons of, of, uh, of who I am today, the positives and negatives. So, um, but like anything in sales and business and entrepreneurship, um, you're going to have the downfalls as well, ups and downs, right? So while I was going there, I started other companies because then now my entrepreneurial mind started happening. And uh, I started a home leasing company. And um, it was just to, just to help because I did just buying and selling with uh, with clients and uh, the purchases and whatnot. There wasn't really no market back then for um, like just helping renters because renters didn't even know and, and there wasn't nothing formal to uh, get paid by. So I started a home leasing company and uh, it was all right. But at the end of the day for for what I made I didn't think about this before but for the time I spent to help people finding a place to rent and dealing with landlords and the renters uh, the same amount of time um, I could have bought or sold a property for someone instead as a realtor and make uh, you know, a few thousand dollars each deal minimum compared to, you know, a couple hundred dollars. So, you know, it, I started the business. It taught me how to start a business, how to, how to register your business and whatnot and marketing and everything. So just after a couple months, I said, no, this is a waste of my time. So I found my exit strategy. I just let the business dissolve, but it, again, the negatives, helped me learn and help at the end of the day that business taught me um, how to start a business marketing what it takes dealing with people you know so but real estate was always my foundation so I always knew that thing that business was pushing me but my business my mindsets are going even more because real estate just start telling me about entrepreneurship if I can tackle this big real estate industry industry since I was 18 now I can incorporate other companies and try things and and uh and uh do kind of what i want in life um i'm young you know why not why not try things so um <clears throat> so then from there on um you know mid 20s you know i had my fun you know um i was buying like dope cars and and uh you know just living the best life i could um going out with friends hanging out while always keeping real estate at the top of my my uh, priorities though and uh you know if you talk to someone and uh, and ask them yo because because i always like nice things so cell phones so from cell phones it went to cars it went to hustling cars and then making a profit on cars as well and um and just to have newer nicer cars because since we were kids me and my brother especially you know, my dad always talked about cars when we were young, and then me and my brother always loved cars. So um, I would just buy a car low, sell it, and then it would help me uh, move on to get a better car. So from 20, you know, especially from 19 to 23, 24 years old, you know, I was having some nice cars, BMWs, Mercedes, uh, you know, Mercedes convertibles, BMW convertibles. 
large luxury sedans. I said it was amazing. Like it was so fun. Like I I will never regret those times. Um, and uh, you know I got to spend it good. I got other people got to enjoy my cars too, not just me, my little brother and uh, other family members, friends, and we just go around and just enjoying life. So um, yeah, that was another thing. The art of negotiation, the art of the deal, buy low, sell high. It went from cell phones to cars. And, you know, that was another thing. It was just business was inside of me. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I I always wanted to do it the unique way. And that's what I was doing from being a realtor, from from leaving something solid like college to, to doing real estate, to doing um, these hobby side businesses. And then... Um, yeah and then you know life's good but you know in anything else in life um you know there's ups and downs so i faced um i faced a lot of of i would say more downs in uh my career in life as an entrepreneur because if everything's definitely not up and up when you're when you're trying to do stuff on your own especially like you're not playing it safe so uh if everyone was going to do what you wanted to do, if everyone wanted to uh, be the 1%, then everyone would. But it's called the 1% for a reason because only 1% of people can get there and they have to face all those obstacles. So in real estate, I face uh, um, tough markets where um, you really had to adjust your business mindset, something you've learned your whole life and taught yourself for years how to run this business and then let's say the market um, changes and the whole philosophies of uh, your consumers your clients uh, change as well because maybe the market dips and now you're scared they're scared to do anything in real estate and guess what as a realtor your business your livelihood is on the basis of helping people buy or sell right so if the market changes, now you're facing some obstacles. So the market, especially where I live, it's a smaller market um, compared to the rest of Canada, I guess. And uh, yeah, we had to face that. And uh, you got to face it head on. You can't you can't quiver. You can't quit. Um, like life in itself, um, because you you face something that's uh, that's difficult. You can't just turn away and uh, and run away. So, I uh, at a young age I dealt with that as well, the ups and definitely the downs, and it's just made me who I am today. Like um, now, I've, I'll face an obstacle, but now it's okay. I faced it, Anthony. Maybe it caused me a little stress, but that's temporary now, Anthony. Um, how are you gonna problem solve? You've problem solved since you were an 18 year old. Since you left high school, you've done it. You've done it on your own. You you figured things out. So that stress, throw it to the side, and let's get it going. How are you going to figure this out and turn it into a positive and keep moving on positively in life and learn from that instance and keep going on? So that's what I preach to people. When people come to me, lots of people, now that I'm older in the business, about 11 years as being a business owner, entrepreneur, um, I have I have a couple other businesses now. Um, um, 
and they're all kind of based around um you know inspiration and uh and certain passions i have in life but um what i tell people when they ask especially young people come to me starting out where i was at 18 19 or they're even in college um i've i've met with people over the years and be like hey can you just sit down with me and talk and i'm like yeah for sure man so um i just tell them you have to you know you have to stay true to yourself firstly you have to be real with yourself don't put money first never put money first never let that be your motivation in life always be motivated of um how you're going to live out your passions love what you do and uh, keep pushing on that avenue and money will come at the end of the day but never put money on a pedestal because i seen that firsthand and i seen when you get hit with downs how that money doesn't mean nothing to you at the end of the day so you have to be passionate and love what you do in life and uh and uh keep going so um that's kind of the that's kind of my life philosophy there you know be humble be passionate and uh and and follow your dreams here so um i just uh no i just want to say like who anthony banerjee is anthony banerjee is someone that that uh, just wants to leave a, a great legacy at the end of the day um before money before anything over the years my the definition of money has changed to me i i really don't put it as a pedestal now i want to do businesses that that leave a legacy create a positive impact in people's lifestyle and uh you know at the end of the day people can say hey maybe because anthony i heard anthony i met with anthony um, you know, he really, he really did something for my brain. He really helped me change my mindset or push me to accomplish, uh, whatever goal I have in, uh, life. So that's what I, that's what I kind of want out of this podcast. I just want, um, um, I just want to see people succeed, I guess. That's all I want to see. Um, and it's not just from the 18, 19 year old, uh, beginners in life from succeeding in sports from trying um school college um business you know uh, i just want to see young people grow and learn in life and uh and uh accomplish uh any dreams they have like don't limit yourself in this life there's so much life to live and it sounds cliche and this podcast might sound cliche but I live this life. I face the ups and downs. Is trying to do it my own way, and 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 those downs are are minuscule to the bigger picture. Because once you start accomplishing certain goals, where where many people in this world around you can't even uh, fathom, because maybe they just they weren't raised that way, or or they just didn't have that education, that mindset. Like it's it's an amazing feeling. It's like it's not even it's not even talking about money. It's just as an entrepreneur, when you put something together, you build something, and you start having people that enjoy it, people that uh, support you and love you for for what you're doing and how you're impacting the world through your mindset, through your ideas. It's something um, 
that that's indescribable. On that note, we will touch base next week. Thanks for listening to the Consistent Kingdom podcast with myself, Anthony Banerjee, and make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Have a great week.